NPR can commit to this coverage because of your investment in public radio. Please give to this station today. And thanks. Support the news and information you rely on. Donate now at WJFFradio.org. That's WJFFradio.org. WJFFradio.org. Give us a call right here, right now at 845-482-4141. Jim and Jeff in Bethel have given us a $500 challenge this evening. We still have some time to make it, but we don't have far to go. Thanks to uh, Richard Golombiowski checking in from Beach Lake. Thank you so much, Richard, making a generous donation that now means we only have $200 left on this challenge. Please give what you can towards this. 845-482-4141-845-482-4141 or uh, go to the internet and log on there and make your donation at WJFFradio.org. Go to WJFFradio.org and click donate. Thank you so much. Well, that music, that means it's time for our election coverage. Tonight on the Local Edition, we're providing election coverage, engaging in conversations with the candidates. We're going to be doing this for the next couple weeks leading up to Election Day. Talking to candidates in Pike, Wayne, and Sullivan counties. We're kicking things off with Pike County tonight. And let's start off with uh, Ron uh, Schmaltzel. Incumbent is seeking re-election as a Republican candidate in the Pike County Board of Commissioners. So we're going to start with his conversation right now, right here on the local edition at WJFFradio.org and wherever you happen to be listening. Let's just give us one moment. Apologies for this. Candidate interviews tonight. Right here on the local edition. Starting with the uh, incumbent commissioner in Pike County, Ron Schmotzel. I'm a resident of Pike County, actually a third generation resident of Pike County. And I was first appointed in 2018 to replace a retiring commissioner. And then I ran once in 2019. And it's the only other time I've run for office. I'm a business owner. Here and I've created first-generation businesses that are significant businesses, the largest recreational businesses in Pike County, and also was the executive director of a camp operation that's the largest in Pike County. So I just felt that it was time for, to get even more involved. Even though I had been on many boards and volunteered for many type, many community service things throughout my years in business, I felt that it was time to give back more, and I felt that I could provide the leadership because of my business background and because of my community activities to help Pike continue into the future. I bring to the table, I embrace technology, and I believe that technology can make our services more efficient and could, again, lead us into the future. I also have extensive background in managing people and creating benefit packages and facility management, all because of my interest in my own businesses. So for all those reasons, I ran. Why am I continuing to run? Because there's unfinished business. And for me, if anybody has heard me speak throughout the last four years, my number one priority is is healthcare services. And we have 
been successful in bringing a tick-borne uh, disease center into the center of, of the county. And we've also facilitated opening up a, a women's health clinic. From my time on the board of trustees at Wayne Memorial, I was able to put Wayne Memorial and a local physician together to create space for a women's health center. So we've done that. The next step is we're going to be opening up two urgent care center, centers. Or they're, all, they're called a lot of different things. One in the Dingman's Ferry area in the center of our population base and the other up in the Lake Wall and Paul Pack corridor, which is probably the most uh, populated by tourism and the industry that is most important to Pike County continues to be tourism and hospitality. That is the main reason that I'm running. We also have a number of other things that I feel are unfinished and I'd like to complete during the next four years. Let's talk a little bit more about that, uh, access to healthcare in, in areas in Pike County, considering that the Pike County lacks a hospital. We you talk about what measures you have done and, and what measures you, you plan to do to, you know, guarantee that residents in any, every part of Pike County has qu- high quality healthcare service? So what I've been able to facilitate, um, during my time here is a relationship with a number of, of providers. And since my very first day in office, we went to nearly every provider that existed in the Northeast and in the tri-state area to see if there was interest in coming to Pike County. In the end, we did find a company, a large company out of New York, Northwell Health, and they actually contacted us because a lot of their executives have homes in Pike County on Lake Wall and Paul Pack. So that started a conversation about three years ago and has ended with the, the commitment that they would build two urgent care facilities and now uh, a commitment to build a community hospital with a with a partner in Pennsylvania. That partner is going to be the Lehigh Hospital System out of uh, a little south of Pike County. So the partnering of the two substantial healthcare providers coming into Pike County is a really positive and motivating thing for me because we've introduced them to Pike County, but more so for the residents. Uh, A community hospital will touch every single resident of Pike County and lead us into the future with something that Pike County has never had, and and, and that is a a hospital system that has two urgent cares and 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 a hub that's a hospital. It'll help our EMS services much better because they won't have to travel as far when, when an ambulance shows up at your door. I think that's where we are with healthcare right now. One of the concerns uh, voiced by some Pike residents uh, pertains to the impending construction of a sizable warehouse in Milford. Um, they worry about the potential issues with increased traffic, strain on local infrastructure, and the warehouse's location, which is said to be directly above an aquifer. The question that arises is, can Pike County effectively manage the growth while safeguarding the environment, or this is, or, or is this a challenging balance to strike? It is a challenging balance to strike, but it's an important balance. I have stated from the very beginning, I am against anything that can impair the water quality in the, in, in the residents. Uh, and, and in this situation, the residents of the Milford Borough in that area right there that have a, an aquifer that supplies their water. I think you've probably heard this from every other commissioner that you've talked to. This is a municipality concerned, and they create zoning. They create the possibility it, within their municipality and zone it for what can happen in each of their zones. And that is an area that is zoned with the uh, listed use as a warehouse. However, I also think that there's going to be great concern given to this project because that it sits on the aquifer. And, and, and as 
the municipality works through this and and as they uh continue to to look at the project it will move on to the state and and DEP and then it'll move on to the federal government with the EPA and along with another a, a, a lot of other organizations it's also important to note that our solicitor has advised us to as commissioners to make sure that we do not take a stance on it. No matter how we feel personally about it, as a commissioner, we should not take a stance on it because this could end up in our own court system someday. And if it does, whoever is taking us to court will say that they cannot get a fair trial here because we've come out one way or the other on it. Yes, it's a careful balance. It's a very challenging project. I will also point out that on that same property, there's two gas stations, there's a PennDOT salt facility, there's a business park, and there's residential housing, and there's also some commercial business already up there with, I believe, no protection of the aquifer. So I'm hoping that bringing this project to the forefront provides for a future where the aquifer can be uh, protected with all of the things that are up there. And I think in the end, it's very possible that something positive can happen to protect the aquifer into the future. Given the scarcity of affordable housing in the country and also in certain areas of Pike County, how do you plan to ensure continued accessibility for housing for all residents in Pike County? It's a, it's also a, a complicated one. And we, and there has been a, a fair amount of housing built in, in the Matamoros corridor in the, in Westfield Township because it is the only place with infrastructure. Our biggest hurdle in everything that we do as far as development, either residential or commercial, is a lack of infrastructure. And that lack of in infrastructure limits what we can do. Along with affordable housing is worker housing. And because we are, yes, our, our, our jobs are, are dominated by the hospitality and resort and tourism industries, they're typically jobs that don't pay very well and don't fit the climate that we have with housing. So that's another area we want to work with the major tourism providers in the county to come up with programs and come up with partners for them to build affordable housing for their workers and, and local workers, not workers that come from other places, but local workers that, that work in within the county. We're very unique in that the largest employer in our county is a resort. And usually it's a hospital or a school or um, uh, or a, a large business. It's rarely a resort. In Pike County, it's a resort. Well, let's move on to uh, another topic here that's concerning uh, for all of the nation and for local residents in Pike County, uh, opioids. And now, I know you, you're the incumbent, but do you believe the county is currently taking enough action to address this issue? And, and what additional measures do you believe can be implemented? And how do you plan to contribute to the positive change in this regard? I don't think you can ever do enough. And it's something that is an issue throughout our country, probably throughout the world. We were one of the first to sign on to the opioid lawsuits that have resulted in significant money being distributed to the county. One of the steps that we, we're doing a couple things. One, we're creating a, an awareness campaign with a marketing company that will make people aware of, of of the opioid crisis. And secondly, with the um, partnership with the DA's office, we have created a new position, and that will be for someone to not only manage the monies that are coming from these settlements, but to be ongoing 
in managing the crisis that is the opioid crisis. That full-time professional person will work within the county every day and every hour to try to help people understand the crisis and try to, to, to manage the crisis in a way that we hope creates a safer environment. But I agree with you. I don't think we can ever do enough because it, it is a very difficult challenge to the entire country, but we will do everything Man, we can in Pike County to make sure the that there's an awareness and there's a program to manage it. Before we go, why should folks vote for you over any of your opponents? I think I bring a unique set of skill set to this. As a long-term business owner of businesses and employ a lot of people in our main industry, that it's tourism, I think I represent a lot of people in Pike County. Secondly, I've lived here and been active in the community my entire life. I care for the community. I care for each and every neighbors. I understand the job because I've been doing it and I was involved before I was doing it. And I don't think there's another candidate that has the employment qualifications that I have. And Pike County employs about 450 people. Attracting and maintaining uh, employees to provide quality services is paramount to any success that anyone would have in this job. It's a complicated job. There are not only employment issues, there's contractual issues, and a lot of the things that happen in business happen in, in, in government. And I think that the skill set that I've created over 35 years of owning my own businesses puts me in a, a unique position to be qualified to lead the county. Ron, thank you so much for talking to us. We're talking to Ron, who's running for re-election to the Pike County Board of Commissioners on the Republican line. Thank you so much for talking to us and letting us know your thoughts on the issues. Thank you. For Radio Catskill, I'm Patricio Rubio. Okay, and without any delay, we have another candidate interview for Pike County Commissioner. This is our Anthony Waldron, who is also an incumbent, running for re-election as a Democratic candidate for the Pike County Board of Commissioners here on the local edition. I, I've been serving as commissioner for the last almost two years now, and I like the work that I'm doing. I but prior to becoming commissioner, I practiced law here in Pike County for 42 years, and I specialized in local government and real estate. They were my bread and butter issues. And with local government, I'm mostly representing townships, boroughs. Uh, in fact, at one point or another, because it's a long career, I did work in 12 of the 13 municipalities in Pike County. Some for a long time. I actually represented one township, Palmyra, for 37 years, and, and others for just a couple of one or two meetings kind of thing, filling in for an, uh, another lawyer. But basically, I got to know local government quite well. Way back in the 90s, I was the public defender for Pike County for five years. And so when I became aware of this position, I didn't actually run for all this. I was appointed by the court. Five people applied for the position, and the, the judges actually interviewed everybody and decided on who to appoint. But I thought it was a good opportunity for me to continue to serve semi-retire, and I thought my experience might be helpful. I was surprised to find out that my experience with local governments has proved to be very helpful in a number of the things that the county has to address. I also know who has what jurisdiction and when we have to stay in our lane, whether some people want us to advocate for something or not. If we don't have regulation, regulatory power over it, we can't. 
But going forward, I'd like to serve out another full term, and I hope that's going to happen. I hope people elect me in November. Um, we have a number of projects we're working on, and some of them are very complicated, quite frankly. Key ones being the community hospital that we are developing with uh, Northwell Health Systems and a Pennsylvania partner that they're going to be naming shortly. We also have worked with our federal congressman, Matt Cartwright, a good Democrat, but he's bipartisan too. And what he's been able to do is in his position with appropriations, he's been able to earmark water for two projects, one of which I was very involved with, actually both, to provide sewer for the uh, corridor between Madam Morris and Milford. Right now, the Westfall Sewer Authority, which I was their lawyer also for 20 years, they serve parts of Westfall Township and Madam Morris, which is the far eastern part of our county. Um, but there's a proposal and there's been a, a submission to the Pennsylvania DEP to extend the line from Westfall out to Milford Borough. It is much needed for a number of reasons, um, but uh, the important part was, okay, if you do it, how are you going to pay for it? And there is federal money being earmarked for that project. Now, there's a lot of hoops you got to jump through in order for that to happen, and that's controlled by the municipalities, not the county. But the county has been helpful in trying to find money. That is something that we can do uh, through federal-state connections that we have with our legislators. Um, the other uh, public sewer project, and then I'll stop, is, is up at the other end of the county in Palmyra Township, which I represented, as I said, for many years. They're also doing what's called an Act 537 study to try and have a sewer line run along Route 507 and 6, which is near to Lake Wampalpac, uh, the Lake Wampalpac, which is both a recreational and economic driver up at that end of the county. And uh, in order to protect the water quality in there, uh, public sewers are really needed, but it also would help encourage economic development. So those are like three big projects that I've been involved with. Let's talk about the hospitals. You mentioned the the, mm-hmm. the building of the community right. hospitals. Pike mm-hmm. County yeah. lacks a hospital. So what have you done and what you look to do to guarantee mm-hmm. residents have uh, quality health care? Yeah. Pike County is unique in that it's the only one of the 67 counties in Pennsylvania that does not have at the moment either an urgent care or a hospital of any kind. The Northwell Health System is fifth largest health provider in the United States. Uh, they employ 82,000 people, most of which are in New York State, uh, largest single employer other than the government in New York State. And they uh, came to us, and they recognized the need for some medical services. So they first talked to us about the urgent care idea. And the end result of that is that right now they're finishing off uh, a space that's already, the walls are already up, but they're doing the interior work right now at the Weiss Market, uh, which is in Delaware Township. It's in the Dingman's Ferry area on Route 739. And that will be a, um, they call it an uh, emergent care, but an urgent care, which is a walk-in facility. It's not 24-7. It's got hours, of, but it's open seven days a week. And they're also going to, that one's going to be enhanced in the sense that they're going to uh, provide lab testing, that kind of thing. It is in an area where 50% of our population lives. There was a urgent care down in downtown Milford, just about three blocks from where I'm sitting at the administration building. That was run by a hospital down in, in uh, Newton, uh, the Atlantic Hospital Group. Uh, unfortunately, they did not have good arrangements for taking insurance in Pennsylvania, and they did not have much uh, traffic. And so they closed about oh, 12, 15 years ago now, maybe not quite that long. But in any event, they closed a number of years ago. I live up at the other end of the county, so I never utilized that. But that it turns out that Milford, while it might be the government center, it's not the center of the population. The second one, uh, urgent care that's going to open probably by midsummer uh, of 2024 
is up in the uh, Lake Wampawpack area in Palmyra Township, Pike County. Those are great and, and will absolutely fill a need. But the other bigger project that we're working on, which is not going to happen next year, but I hope that it will have, be happening or certainly underway while I'm still in office, once I'm reelected, and that is to have a community hospital. Northwell is going to partner wisely with a Pennsylvania provider, one of the major providers in northeastern Pennsylvania, and they are going to develop what, what they actually use the term community hospital. What that means is it's going to be a 24-7 emergency department with ancillary services, with some beds, probably anywhere from 8 to 12 or 15, so that if somebody comes in there in, in a crisis situation, can be treated in the emergency department, can stay there for a few days uh, until they're ready to leave, assuming that they don't have really serious injuries. One of the concerns voiced by some Pike residents that I've come to know is it pertains to independent construction of a sizable warehouse in Milford. They worry about the potential issues with increased traffic, strain on local infrastructure, and the warehouse's location, which is said to be directly above an aquifer. The question right. arises is, can Pike County effectively manage growth while safeguarding the environment? Or is this a challenging balance to strike? And I know the county doesn't have a much say in the development because this is a township issue. It is a township issue. It's a Milford township issue. And in fact, I think they're in either night three or four of what's going to be several zoning hearings. I, I As I mentioned, I was a municipal attorney for many years. I had zoning procedures. I had one that lasted 15 months before it was finally decided. And even then it wasn't over because it got appealed to the courts. But on a project like this, it does take a while. It's also important, and we've said this at multiple commissioners' meetings, that people understand that the county cannot, county commissioners cannot take a position on something that's already in the legal process. Because if, the, however this is decided by Milford Township, who has sole jurisdiction over it right now, one side or the other is not going to be happy, and they're almost certainly going to appeal. If they take a zone appeal from the township decision, it goes to the Pike County Court of Common Pleas. That's the county court, and we pay everybody in that county court system, except the judges who are actually paid by the state. But all the other employees of the county system, are of the court system, rather, are our employees. So if we take a position for or against this, and privately I have my own feelings about it, but in any event, we can't take a public stance. People feel that's wrong that we not do that, but we've been advised by our solicitor, and I didn't need the advice because I did it for a living for 40 years that you can't interfere. You have to stay in your lane sometimes. And that's why we have been doing that. What we can do, though, is to tell people that they can get involved. The most appropriate, and like I said, I've been doing this for a lot of years. I've appealed cases up to the Pennsylvania Commonwealth Court many times. The best party to fight this thing is going to be the Milford Water Authority because they utilize that aquifer to provide water to Milford Borough and Milford Township. And I know that they, they are involved as a party. They've hired experts. They've got good lawyers. I know they're their primary lawyer, but I even think they have somebody else who's working with him. And I expect them to do the right thing. And if, in fact, they can show that it's going to pose a threat of harm to the water, even if the developer comes in with a million-dollar system to try and protect the water, if they can show that it's going to be a problem, then that would justify the township turning it down. But people don't always understand in zoning procedures, you can't make a decision based on a show of hands. It has to be based on objective evidence, whether you're approving it or whether you're denying it. And so we have to allow that to happen. Does something that large concern me that it would be there? Yeah, it does, except that I also know that on paper, the township, I can't fault Milford Township 
for not zone. They, their zoning ordinance says warehouses can go there. They didn't restrict the size. It just says they can go there. But if you're going to put a warehouse somewhere, it normally is at the intersection of a state and interstate highway. And that's exactly where that property is. So on paper, it looks like the right place for it. Now, mm-hmm. with an aquifer there, maybe the township could have looked at it differently. Uh, almost 20, I think it was about 20 years ago now, a home depot was proposed for that exact same location. And I was one of the two attorneys involved with the township who worked to, to process that. And at the end, that was denied. And it was denied because of the concern of water quality. And I hope to write that decision. Let's switch of gears here. Let's talk about opioids. It's a, it's, sure. it's a situation that's uh, plaguing the nation. It's also here locally. You are the incumbent, but do you believe the county as a whole is, is currently taking enough action to address the issue? And what additional measures do you believe can be implemented? And, and how do you plan well, to contribute we- to the positive change in, in this regard? It's a particularly uh, a concern of mine because, as I've mentioned to a few people, uh, and I've even said at a couple of our meetings, I, I'm proud to share the fact that I have 43 years of continuous sobriety as a alcoholic and drug addict. So I'm a recovering alcoholic and drug addict. Fortunately, I found the right way to deal with that problem a number of years ago. My life has been so much better. I've helped lots of people, dozens of people get into treatment. I also just stepped down as the inter- the secretary of a statewide organization called Lawyers Concerned for Lawyers, which helps lawyers and other people, lawyers' families, who have problems with drugs and alcohol, as well as some other life-affecting problems. But the reason why I say there is an opportunity, it is a horrible scourge, particularly the fentanyl situation that exists now, because one, that's the most popular opioid that's still around, but also because one small dose can be lethal the first time you try it. That's not really true if somebody drinks too much. That's generally not true of even some types of other drugs like, say, marijuana or something like that. Pike County, before I became commissioner, had signed on for the lawsuit against the the makers of the drugs, Pharma and some others. And there was a settlement that involved some, not all of the providers or the manufacturers, that yielded quite a bit of money to various uh, throughout the nation. And that's allocated with some specific rules. There's a second wave of settlement money that's coming our way. I don't think we've gotten it yet, but it's literally supposed to come before the end of the year. That involves the distributors of the opioid pills uh, when the crisis was really going full, but which includes Walmart and CVS and some of the major uh, pharmacy companies. There's even another one that's coming down the pike still. Uh, I don't know what the result's going to be of that. But the reality is that Pike County is going to get several hundred thousand dollars in upfront money and then some money every year thereafter for multiple years, not forever, but for multiple years. It comes with a lot of rules and restrictions about how you can use it. For example, you can't just use it to fund drug and alcohol because they don't, it won't cover alcohol problems. Okay. But you can use it for lots of things, including education of the public, particularly education of kids in our schools. And so what we're developing is we have a a task force that meets and involves uh, the district attorney, the sheriff, the probation department, the drug and alcohol, mental health, and and even representatives from the school districts. And we've tried to figure out how to best allocate those resources. We're still working on that because the money just started to come in, but we've also decided that we're actually hiring somebody who's going to be um, within the, the district attorney's office. And I will um, compliment the district attorney for coming up with this idea. Um, who's going to be her job is going to be primarily to keep track of the monies 
make sure that the things that we can fund are meet the requirements of the settlement agreements. And so we expect that we're going to be able to try and at least make people aware of the danger, particularly of fentanyl. We certainly have tried to increase uh, drug and alcohol awareness. We're part of a, a three-county entity called Carbon Monroe Pike Mental Health and Development Services, and drug and alcohol treatments is part of the mental health component there. We have They have an office here in Pike County. It's just about a mile from where I'm standing, sitting in the administration building, and we have full-time staff there. That wasn't always true in the past, but that has been that way for several years now, and we've been able to increase funding to that. So it is an opportunity to get more awareness out there. That's the biggest thing. So the last question before we go, why should folks vote for you over any one of your opponents? Yeah. Primarily, the I can't speak to the two Republican incumbents, but there's two Democrats running. Of course, the, the other Democrat didn't get on the ballot till the end of August because she really wasn't the one that ran in the primary. Someone else did. That person then took herself off the list. And the Democratic committee decided to put a second person on. And quite frankly, that forced the situation where the two Democrats are running against each other. It'd be nice to say, you maybe if you get two Democrats elected. I just didn't see that as a reality because of the numbers in our community and the timing in terms of what the commissioners, the other two had accomplished. But what I do bring to it is the experience. And that's why I mentioned the 42 years. I certainly know local government inside and out. And I know county government inside and out. It certainly helped it for the last 22 months I've been commissioner, and I like it. I also have the opportunity to spend the time that's involved in this job. Someone told me, is, oh, I guess you go to a meeting maybe once a week. No, I put in about 30 to 40 hours a week on this job. Some of it's at home, but I come into the office four days a week. And am I here from 8.30 to 5? No, but I'm here multiple hours every day, and I'm putting in the time. And when I'm not here 24-7... <laughs> I get texts at two in the morning from one of my commissioners saying, I couldn't sleep. What about this? Now, I don't always pick that phone up, but nonetheless, 